Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Okay. Okay. So that's the plan. Sounds like a plan. Nick, you and I just had our pre-show meeting. Yep. It was good. Mm-hmm. Cordial meeting. What was that sound? What was what sound? Well, somebody was blowing their nose. Sorry. Oh, I heard somebody stomping, but it might have been my neighbor. Uh, you had a neighbor that you <sighs> can hear? I threw this wall, yes. They, you can hear them slam their car doors at night. Uh, I got one of those. They have four doors that get slammed about 15 times each. Mine are Asian. What are yours? Baptist. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he doesn't listen. We sometimes call him Flanders. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on the right, he's on the proper side of the house for him to be my Flanders. Sure. Do uh-huh. you say things and you're like stupid Flanders? I- No? Did that sound sound convincing? No, it did not. Damn it. No? There you Uh, go. That was better. uh, That one was better. Okay, good. (laughs) Welcome to Pillow Talk. Yeah, welcome to Pillow Talk, everybody. (laughs) We're glad you... This isn't normally what it's like. Yeah, this is your first time. Um, It's normally much... We put this together much... Much better. Sure, we do. Nick's experimenting with some new audio. Yeah. I'm, Ow. Uh, Sorry, I have a really, dog with me tonight. Who's really moving. just using my phone microphone and Skype. Oh, is that what you're working on? Is your phone microphone today? Yeah. I'm just trying it out. Yep. I get it. I get it. I'm using a computer and Skype. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you have good internet. I allegedly. <laughs> So you're not the one who has connectivity issues. Not always. What? I'm sorry. There's uh, Nick. I was telling you. I can tell the fine people at home. Uh, I'm doing this podcast. I have a dog next to me. Uh, he's not normally yeah. next to me, and he's looking at me and like I'm doing something wrong right now. But it's he is okay. the pillow talk mascot. He is. He's just staring at me. Yeah, because you're talking into a microphone and no one else is around, so he thinks you're crazy. He's like, "What? What the fuck you doing, Dad?" <laughs> He's lost it. He's finally lost it. Oh, gonna have to eat him. <laughs> I guess I'm the man of the house it's, now. I tell him that when I leave the house in the morning. I was like, all right, Trooper, you're in charge. You know what I like to think is when you tell him that, he goes into the other room, he puts on a smoking jacket. I don't know how. And just comes back in the room with a pipe and a smoking jacket. <laughs> nice. He, he, he has now laid on, he's laid on his side, um, which this is the... Uh, international civil for I'm going to bed now. Nice. Yeah. So we won't have any more problems with from him tonight. That's good. Mm-hmm. As long as nobody slams the door and knocks on the on the front door, he'll be fine. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So welcome everyone as we kill time. Yeah. Usually we do that at the end of the episode, not the beginning. 
You want to uh, kill some time? I found a book that I'd forgotten I bought. Oh, yeah? What's that? I, I bought it for my sister for one Christmas, but then I decided I wanted to keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going to start reading it um, at some point this week. Um, I don't know if you can see it. Zombie Survival Guide Recorded Attacks. Interesting. By Max Brooks, Mel Brooks' son. I have the Zombie Survival Guide. Oh, you have it? The Not that one, but I have the Zombie Survival Guide. Oh, the book? The book. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but I found it at the... I might actually, have, might actually have two copies of it. Oh. If we did the Zombie Survival Guide, we could do a book club episode. <laughs> what if we turned this into a movie and book club? <laughs> well, we're kind of turning it into a movie club, because our last episode was about Big Trouble, and... Uh, just to give everyone a tease, next week's episode is about what, Nick? The Clue! 1985 classic Clue. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Look, you guys love our at the movies segment, so we're going to give you more of them. More of them, and we've I, you know, we're even doing something. Dare I say that we haven't really done um, very much in this podcast, which is planning into the future. Yeah, that's a little weird for us. Yeah, we're actually looking at. Uh, doing other movies and what we want to do. Yeah, um, I, and I think the movie we're going to do after that, Nick, like we discussed, um, since you have yet to see Thor, yep. <laughs> the uh, the next movie we do will be Thor, and that, that might be followed by Thor The Dark World. Yeah, because I haven't seen any Thors. Nope, and you want to see Thor 3 when it comes out, so we I, gotta we got to get you caught up. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I and should. I, in fact, if we did... That it's September, carry the two. That might actually take us right. If we did, hold on, <clears throat> hold on, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so if we put out an episode there, so then that's Thor. That's Thor two. Yeah, we'll finish up just in about time to uh, have Thor three. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting pretty exciting yeah. we'll get you caught up just in time nick i i'm happy to do it if these I, are as good as you say they are i still they're fantastic i still can't believe you haven't seen it i'm telling you i for, i used to think that thor was a b-rate movie like i i just didn't see him as a major player in but you've the seen but you've seen the avengers yeah i just don't put him on the same level as the other avengers is it because he's because he's, he's Norse? I think I have some sort of affinity um, to maybe Iron Man. Maybe oh, I, Iron Man yeah. of all people? Yeah, I don't know why. Because he's a douchebag. Well, well, this was well, this was a long time ago. This was a while ago. Uh, so you were like, I saw Iron Man one. Captain America's a real superhero. I'm going to skip Thor. Yep, that was then, pretty much. Sort of like how I've never seen Mrs. Doubtfire. How have you never seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Well, I missed it. I've never seen Jumanji either. How have you never seen Jumanji? Uh-huh. It's a great movie. I know, I have it. I haven't watched it. It's got, uh... Edward James Olmos. Alan Greer. Deborah Messing. Uh, doesn't... Does that have Deborah Messing in it? <laughs> I'm just naming <laughs> people. 
doesn't have Deborah Metz in it. It's got um <laughs> doesn't have Edward James Olmos in it either. No, Edward James Olmos. Uh it has it has a bunch of cool people. I think you should totally watch that movie. I, it's got a young Kirsten Dunst in it. Does it? Yeah. Have Toby Maguire? Uh it doesn't have Toby Maguire. There's it's no upside bad. down kissing, but there is a part where the boy turns into a monkey. Oh, that's always fun. I really do recommend Jumanji. This is great. I would yeah. like to see it. And then, if you see that, then you could watch the Jumanji reboot with <laughs> The Rock Johnson. Or we could skip it. And then we could watch the Baywatch movie. Uh, let's not get crazy here. No. I think it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yep. We still need to watch Logan, too, but whatever. That's a different topic for yeah, a different day. that's a different thing. But So we're planning ahead, people. Get excited. We are planning ahead. Nick, what is going on in your world? Uh, oh, I found something on the internet that you would like. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, then uh, I saved it. I don't know what's going on in my world, to be honest. I'm rereading, rereading the Infinity Gauntlet, because um, it's here in front of me in the basement, and I've been spending a lot of time down here. Um, <laughs> Relegated to the basement? Yeah, the kids want to be down here, and I started cleaning it up and setting up a spot, a nice spot for the podcast. Uh, I found a whiteboard that I thought was ruined. You and your whiteboards. Yeah, I really like whiteboards. Yeah. I like to make lists. And then you don't use them. Yeah, but I at least use, I do use the lists because I used to write down like movies and stuff that I wanted to see. Oh, nice. Like release dates for CDs that I wanted to get. Um, That's mostly what I used it for. Now I mainly use it for like million dollar ideas. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a while. Um, Nick, I found this video. I'm just going to play for you the audio because I feel like the audio translates. You know how everybody seems to love it when we eat food on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to be doing that again in a minute here. But yeah. here is <laughs> here is video of a woman eating pickles. Why is there a video of a, what kind of website are you on where a woman I, eats look, a pickle? You don't want to know. But it says, can you listen to this woman chewing pickles? Oh, God. So here... Here we go. This is this is for everybody who loves it when we eat food. Is it for normally eating pickles? Nick, you're making a face. Tell everybody what you think. It sounds like they would take the market and put it off the track with a video and a horse that's going down the road and it's thrown. Oh, here comes another one. Hold on. That was one pickle? If you listen to that and close your eyes, well, actually, everybody was listening to it already, but uh, listening to it, yeah, that that could that's that's the sound that they use for a carriage being pulled by horses down a dirt road in any Robin Hood movie. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, the dog lifted his head, like, "What are you doing over there?" That sounds awful. Um, <laughs> like, was she just was she eating it normally, or was she just trying to be? 
ridiculous. So it was a video of a woman eating pickles directly into a mic. Yeah, but she think, wasn't eating it any differently than she normally would? No, except I don't think they knew how GarageBand worked because it put that 10% echo in there that I have to take out every time. Gotcha. Gotcha. But still. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is getting, what else is in my world. I don't really have anything else in my world. New um, voice of Kermit about- was unveiled today. Uh, yeah. Did you I see that? Who listened to it? I haven't listened to it yet. It was uh he was good. Hmm. He sounded like Kermit. Awesome. I um the speaking of things that were unveiled today. Yeah. Uh, I, and I know you don't I don't think you've listened to this podcast yet, but the the podcast lore which uh video game correspondent Nick is uh very fond of um it's like um yeah, it's like urban legends and stuff like that, like digging into the actual roots behind them. They have a deal with Amazon where they're making a uh, an Amazon original series, and the trailer came out today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. That's cool. Yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with it. Did you um, suffer any permanent vision loss from the eclipse? I didn't, but uh, and I don't know if this is what you're going to tell me, but apparently a rapper uh, did. Oh, really? This made national news. Um, uh, I think the rapper's name is Joey Badass, but <laughs> ass spelled with two dollar signs. Um, he literally had to cancel dates on his tour. No. Uh, here's uh, I and and I'm I'm quoting I'm I'm loosely quoting the tweets that he sent out during the eclipse. He sent out a tweet that said something to the effect of eclipses have been around for years. I'm pretty sure people back in pioneer times didn't use glasses and neither and didn't use no glasses and neither am I. And then uh, like a couple days later, he he posted a picture of himself wearing some. I, I, what I imagine would be the glasses when you get like cataract surgery, you know those mm-hmm. big thick glasses. And he said, "Doc says I have to wear these glasses for a few for a few weeks. They kind of look fire, though." <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have the direct tweet. Uh, the direct tweet, and I apologize, but um, it was something to that effect. It was very very funny. I see that you you and I both. Uh commented on a uh, a Facebook post this morning about how they've unveiled the Wasp's new suit for the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Oh, yeah. And we both had the same thought. Yeah. They took that stupid-ass wig off of Evangeline Lilly's head. There had to be a reason she had a wig in that movie. Uh, I, I, because in a rare Marvel misstep, it's I the only thing I can think of. I wonder if they had it, she had a different project, and she they were like, no, we want you to have black hair, and she needed to have blonde hair for a different project or something like that. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's ugh. look, Evangeline Lilly is a is an attractive lady. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that is going too far with that, but she has very nice hair. Yeah. Oh, why cover it up? Bunch of weirdos. Hey, did, did you see you? that on the internet? <laughs> I did. That was 
inappropriate. <laughs> but, <laughs> Why don't you tell the lovely people at home what that is? Uh, it's a picture of a shirt that says, um, and I'm sorry, I, I can't, it says it should, it should have been Lars. <laughs> it should have been Lars. And it's got a picture of the, uh, the bass guitarist from Metallica and with Lars oh. Ulrich. That's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I saw this. So um, I don't know if we have. We're not going to spoil any. You don't watch Game of Thrones. You're not caught I, up. No, no, I don't. I don't watch actually any Game of Thrones. I just okay. haven't watched. Um, I haven't. Although I think my wife might actually be interested, so we might start watching it. I've read the books, but oh. um, I'm aware that there's a character called the Night King who kills people, and I don't feel like that's a spoiler. <laughs> I saw this earlier today. It's a meme of George R. R. Martin. And, then, <laughs> and it says, and the Night King killed them all, the end. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> Which I thought was pretty great. There's actually something, and I don't, again, watch Game of Thrones at all, but uh, I happen to click on the stuff every once in a while when I see something that interests me. And there's a theory that um, uh, the character Littlefinger okay. is the Night King because they look very similar. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if that's major news or what, but... Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did, it's, the, um, it's the beauty of not watching the show. Neither one of us know. This is true. Did I share on here before, and I'm sorry I lose track of things I share on here, did I share on here before that I think one of my tweets made it into the Sharknado 5? Uh, you know, I think you told me, but I don't think you told the fine people at home. So before oh. before we kick over to you and I eating food um why don't you tell us about that so yet again one of my tweets has made it uh, outside of the interwebs uh, i think i believe <laughs> i have no way to really um verify this other than a dm that i got from a lady but uh a lady who i don't know who then tried to or then started following me on twitter nice um, hey yeah, does, it's all about the followers that's right uh sharknado 3 <laughs> <laughs> was on TV and it, they were rerunning Sharknado Five that had premiered the week before, and they said, you know, tweet out, you know, hashtag Sharknado Five, and your tweet might be on TV. So I immediately tweeted out, "Who's ready for Sharknado? Who's ready for hashtag Sharknado Five now with two hundred percent more sharks?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Which I feel like is a great joke. It was a great joke. It got uh, liked by the uh, the guy who created Sharknado or the producer or something. Mm-hmm. I think the writer creator of Sharknado, and um, <laughs> and then I got a random DM from a lady on Twitter that was word for word, "How yo tweet get on TV?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was just she? Deleted it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to it. And I also felt like that was a, it wasn't fruitful to carry on that conversation. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you and I were talking about a conversation earlier today. Sometimes it's just best to end them prematurely. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's one of them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. How you'll get on TV. I don't Actually, know. I wish, I, if, if we had a Pillow Talk podcast shirt that was for me, it would be how you'll tweet it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your catchphrase? <laughs> yeah. And then it'd say Pillow Talk podcast. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, over 10 people listen. <laughs> More than 10. I know, that's why I said over 10. Yes. More than 11. Yeah. Somewhere more than that. 
it's somewhere. It's it's in the digits. Could be dozens. Could be hundreds. Who's keeping track? Could be thousands. Nobody knows. Well, I mean, we know. I mean, we do. But we're not going <laughs> to you know, tell anybody. We don't want to brag. Right. You know, we're humble. We don't want to set expectations too high because not every episode hits. No, no. It's like, like the Amazingly Gay Flash did um, right. really well. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Nick, just to set up the next clip people are going to hear. Yep. Um, Real quick, I think there should be an all-gay Justice League called the Just Them League. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm not going to say it. I'm not touching it. Not touching the leader's, it. The leader's green arrow. <laughs> Hello. I don't know. Hey, look. The dog is back. Yay, dog. Trooper would like to say something for the podcast. What would you like to say, Troop? To the fine people at home. Nothing? He's... Oh, wait. You want to know when we're going to bed? When we're done with the podcast. This is why yeah. I tried to get you to go upstairs a few minutes ago, and you didn't want to go. He looks and, really sad right now. <laughs> Yeah, he, he 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 wants to go to bed. Just go in the living room and go to sleep. Poor buddy. Here, let's see. If, I, this is this is great, everybody. Here, smell that. <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah. Can you you can hear that? Okay, great. Oh man, we just missed the burp. Oh. He just burped. That's that's mm-hmm. sad. Can you want to smell some more? Oh. Okay, he's he's done with you all. That was the dog. Okay. Yay, the dog. <laughs> anyway, um, so Nick, for our first annual Pillow Talk Family Fourth of July barbecue. Uh huh. Um. Which was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Uh, we had a nice time, uh, as did everyone who attended. Uh, yes. Some very special listeners attended, um, the ones who interact with us. So, again, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Maybe you'll be invited to the second annual. <laughs> I would like uh, to think they'd be invited anyway. What? I'd like to think they'd be invited anyway. Well, leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, because it's not called iTunes anymore. And uh, you could it's be not. invited. You, too, will pick one lucky five-star winner to join us. That's right. Yeah. How about that? Spend a day with me and Nick. Someone will fly you in. As long as, as long as it'd be a nice pilot, <laughs> nice pilot will fly you. Yeah. I mean, and you'll somebody. get to join us as long as my wife says it's okay. That's right. <laughs> as long as you pass, you pass three levels of clearance. After you pass a background check run by my dad. <laughs> and we make sure you don't have a criminal record. In any case, um, for the first annual... Um, Pillow Talk family 4th of July picnic and barbecue. Uh, I had purchased some fireworks Oreos, which, uh, Nick, unfortunately, due to the excitement of the event, uh, we just totally forgot to eat. So uh, just the other day, uh, Mm -hmm. I brought them in to a place where you and I both um, were. Congregate. (laughs) And, uh, And we ate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to apologize just a little bit. The audio not the greatest because it was recorded on my phone, but uh, we hope you like it. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. 
Here so we go. We're going to kick it over. Nick, let's kick it over to us. All right. And here it is. <laughs> Nick. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's a special episode. Okay. Live from Flint. I don't know what we're doing. It's okay. Uh, Nick, we are together in a room. I have uh, here for you to try uh, some Oreos. Have you? Did you get any Oreos around the 4th of July? Nope. I got some Oreos around the 4th of July, Nick, and my children tried them for the first time yesterday, and uh, I thought it would be wise for us to try them. I'd like to raise a query. Yeah. The 4th of July was like two months ago. Yes, yeah, fine. Damn, Oreos are okay. Preservatives or any of these things are good forever. It's a non lucrative varnish. It actually it's, coats the, it's non- fl- the, yeah. the flake. These are uh, special Oreos they put out for the 4th of July. Nick, I brought two for you. Oh. I brought one for me. Ooh. My children reminded me to bring these for you today. Oh, really? Yeah, because I said, hey, guys, remind me, and I will take some of these for Mr. Rodriguez to eat tomorrow. Yay. And this morning they reminded me. So I'm going to eat one with you. Um, you should have, well, so we're going to try these. I have no idea what these are. It, they're they're Oreos. For the 4th of July. For the 4th of July. God dang. <laughs> it's going to be awful. You ready? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this. We're a little further away from the mic. Yeah. Because we're on a phone, so hopefully for everybody this won't be as annoying as when we eat Skittles. Normally. Yeah. So are you ready? Just yeah. I I eat half of it and then just put the rest in. I don't think it tastes bad. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Oh, I love the look on your face. Oh. We should have done this on video. Gosh darn it. Okay. Here okay. we go. Ready? Go. Yeah. Chewing. <laughs> Nick, yeah, <I'll>... pop wraps up. <laughs> yep. Oreos with pop rocks. Why? <laughs> what will they think of next? These are fireworks Oreos. This is awful. <laughs> but good. Why? <laughs> It's still crackling. Mm-hmm. My daughter said it crackled for like five minutes. What? <laughs> I have to work today. She was like, it is still going. Yeah. She was like, hey, Dad, my mouth is still going. Listen. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat this other one. I think I you should. Right now. It's still, I've eaten the Skittle, and it's like the... <laughs> The popping has only intensified. It's, it's, they're called firework Oreos. It's literally like fireworks going off in my ears right now. <laughs> Nick is eating the other Oreo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> More pop rocks in that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, the popping is subsiding. Here's the worst part. Yeah. They're not double stuffed. As you chew it yep. and bring up the pop rocks, mm-hmm. it creates more pop rocks. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. So now you've swallowed. So now they're going in the in the yep, back my of your mouth. Is mm-hmm. pop 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 pop. It's still. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Who put these in Oreos? <laughs> I don't know, but I saw fireworks Oreos with popping candy on them. I'm like, oh, I am definitely buying these. Did you dunk them in milk at home? No, this is the first. I haven't had one until just now. Because what I would recommend is dumping it in milk so that the milk acts with the pop rocks so that you get <laughs> get some carbonated milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my kids, we did a pop rock experiment at my house a few summers ago. It didn't go well. They hated it. 
It didn't just not go well. I filmed it, and I need to make a video of that because they you hated it. So, for the record, <gasps> that would be. Per- I've been. Aha! Uh-huh. Thank you for giving me a wonderful idea, Nick. You're welcome. So you gave your kids pop rocks. Yeah, they hated them. Oh yeah. So you bought cookies that have them in them. Two years later. Well, but if they hated them, they need to learn to like pop rocks. Okay. You're building up a tolerance. I get it. You're trying to sneak it into the food. It's exactly what I did. Is I, I took the pill, I crushed it up, I put it in the applesauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's what I did. did. Have they ate them? Yeah, they ate them yesterday. Oh, yeah, they did. And, yeah. how, and they liked them? They had smiles on their faces, yeah. Because it wasn't like a mouthful of Pop Rocks. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Just imagine you, you go up to your kids and have three packets and, all right, dump them all in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or else. No, I think we had two packets. I had like watermelon and cherry or whatever. We did it outside uh-huh. because I had a feeling that they were going to be doing some spitting. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't even it. drink pop. So, I mean, it was their first kind of experience with like, carbonation. And like fizzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did not care for them, but they seem to have liked the Oreos. So, Nick, um, what would, do you think of the Oreos? I would buy a pack of these. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> now that the Pop Rocks have subsided, I would buy a pack of It was a, a fun little experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I, I agree. I wish I was. I wish I could go back in time. <laughs> to the time we had never tried yeah. firework Oreos. Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. That uh, was really fun. I'm sure they're not available anymore, but no, probably not. next year, yeah, on the 4th of July... Next step. They were those. They were in that little package too, where like the little package of Oreos that oh, gives yeah, you like yeah. ten cookies, costs you like one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, the travel size. No, it was a bigger one than that, but it's not like the full family size that I get that I eat for lunch. Because <laughs> let's face it, I mean, a serving of Oreos is a row. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> three servings in the bag. Exactly. One row, one row, that's row, why row. Three. That's why three people in a family is the perfect number. <laughs> <laughs> we have more than three each of us. Yeah, I know. Um, so it was in the smaller bag, the one that they put all the special stuff in. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they make all the special Oreos. They have, like, a, an espresso Oreo or whatever. Yeah. Pumpkin spice Oreo. Ugh. Those aren't very good. No. They put those in the golden ones. But anyway, I know way too much about Oreos. Yeah. Well, but the, these were the firework ones, and I'm like, okay, I have to get this. That was really good. I was dis- I was going to bring them out for the 4th of July party, and I totally forgot. Oh, Yes. The first annual Pillow Talk 4th of July family party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah. I just didn't think about it. Meh. Meh. But here we go. That was really good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It was a great time. So, uh, hold on. Let me just unlock the phone that we're using to record this. <laughs> uh, so, I think it's best we'll just kick this back to you and I uh, in the studio. Yeah. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In what? The studi- yeah. In the studio. In the studio. Apartment <laughs> <laughs> with shitty acoustics. Yes. Yeah. So uh, back to Nick and Bill. Yes. Okay, Nick, we're back. All right. Hopefully, Hello. everybody enjoyed that. Hopefully, we're branching if not, out. Screw you. That's right. We're branching out from Skittles to now Oreo. But they did have Pop Rocks in them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. If Nabisco would like to sponsor this podcast. We'd be happy so. to let them. Yeah, they can do so by getting in contact with us on Twitter, you know, at Pillow Talk, or uh, on Facebook.com slash Pillow Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. They can even tweet us at Pillow Podcast. Yep, at Pillow Podcast. Because mm-hmm. we're at so. Pillow Podcast all over. Yes. So, so Nick, we yep. have something special for everybody here still tonight. Yes. Um, a very special episode of the Tin Hat Society. 
Yay! We haven't done this in a long time. No, and actually, Nick, what I think we're, we, you and I talked about, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go through these um, here and there, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to talk about the conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. and then we are going to decide uh, whether or not we believe the conspiracy theory to be true, Okay. whether we think it's false, mm-hmm. or whether we're not sure. Okay. And then we're going to publish this on our website. I like it. We'll publish a writing list. And so we're going to do two tonight to kind of finish up the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if anybody has any suggestions for the next ones, tweet at us, message us on Facebook. You could email us if you are fortunate enough to have our phone numbers. You can text us. Yes. If you don't have our phone numbers, you can text us. We are at 810-555-1212. Are we really? Then that'll get you the operator. Oh, good to know. Yeah. For Flint. And then yeah. they can be like, can we talk to Bill? And they'll be like, yeah, he's not listed. <laughs> what about Nick? And then they'll call your house phone. Do you have a house phone? Nope. Yeah, so you can't get either one of us then. So we'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play the Tin Hat sounder. So hold on a second. Yeah, I forgot about that. Flying saucers. Nessie in the New World Order. Area 51 in the Moon Land. Bigfoot and the Illuminati. Welcome to the Tin Hat Society. Put on your hats. It helps block the government from reading your thoughts. And welcome to the Tin Hat Society. Welcome to my favorite thing that we do. Oh man, I'm excited. I am excited. I know you can't. I know you can. It's the excitement is just dripping in in my voice. You know what the best part about this one is? Is no. that I have no idea what you're bringing to the table because I didn't bring anything to the table. It's okay. I'm bad. I'm bad co-host. But uh, I have no idea what it is. So it's like my own little surprise. It is. It is your own little. Oh, sorry. Your own little surprise. Okay, so I thought we could tackle. Uh, I thought it would be best for us to tackle some of the conspiracy theories that we mention in the Tin Hat Sounder. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So tonight we're going to talk about two of them. Um, the first one being the Illuminati. Okay. And the second one being Area Fifty One. Okay. Because I feel like those are two that. Even casual conspiracy people uh, have a pretty decent understanding about who these folks are. Yeah, it's a good easy endpoint. Yeah, you know what I mean. We'll we'll kind of we'll just we'll, we'll wade into the water just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the the Illuminati, Nick. I mean, do you, would you like to start it off with just kind of a general idea so, about who they are? Because the I know Illuminati, you know the Illuminati basically. Are, I mean, what would you say? Made up of high-ranking officials in all sorts of offices, things like that. They basically, they essentially, they they run everything. If you if you remember the episode of The Simpsons with the stone cutters, yeah, um, exactly. That, yeah, we that's, do. That's basically the Illuminati. Everything is everything is controlled by the Illuminati. Um, they are they run the world single-handedly. 
Yeah, um, I'm just reading here from from Wikipedia, Nick. But okay, I get a better grip. No, no, no. What you said is exactly true. Um, Basically, it's just that world events in general are controlled and manipulated by a secret society of people called the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who do everything. Um, They made Steve Gutenberg a star. (laughs) No, I feel like Police Academy made Steve Gutenberg a star. It's true. But I mean, it's and it's high-ranking people, you know. So it's champions or you know, chairmen's of business, presidents of the United States, the skulls, mm-hmm. skull the and Kennedy. bones societies, and those types of people. Those are the folks who feed into the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here. This I thought was kind of interesting um, that they the. Theorists contend that a variety of historical events were orchestrated for, by the Illuminati, from the French Revolution to the Battle of Waterloo, obviously the assassination of JFK, mm-hmm. um, an alleged communist plot to hasten the New World Order um, by uh, infiltrating the Hollywood film industry. So now oh. the new the New World Order is like another one, kind of a conspiracy theory, and I know we talk about it in the Sounder. But I didn't want to go into that one because, I mean, the New World Order is basically just like a one-world government controlled by these most powerful people. I feel like people sometimes will get the New World Order and the Illuminati confused. Mm -hmm. They do kind of intertwine. Um, You know, they're kind of like a sub-branch of the Illuminati, I I would think. And I guess the way I always looked at it was like the New World Order is what the Illuminati is trying trying to get to. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, they're they're the end product of the Illuminati, yeah. You know, it's like they're just trying to they're just trying to achieve a a, a, a global government and Yeah. Well oh wait, yeah. Um eventually rule the world through an authoritarian world government, which will replace sovereign nation states. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. Uh, many influential historical and contemporary figures have been purported to be part of an organization that operates through many front organizations and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so that's kind of a little Illuminati New World Order. Um, What do you think, Nick? I mean, we could go more into it, obviously, but I don't know that we necessarily need to. Um. Do you think there is an Illuminati? You know, this is a not sure one for me. Okay. Um, because I could very well see it happening. I could see the way society is. Society, people are easily manipulated by world events, mm-hmm. by by things. Um, to drastically change their way of looking at things. You know, the way they see things are drastically changed by certain events. Um, you know, look at look at gun control. Look at, um, you, know, a, you know, anything that's happened in the past few years. Um, so I could see it happening. But I guess but the, 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 the greater question is, do that. you believe there is a group of people Pulling the tr- pulling the strings to make things happen in the world. See, and I can't say no. I can't say no. The rational side of me 
does. It says that doesn't make any sense. Why would that happen? But then there's another side of me that says, yeah, but people are manipulated into doing things all the time. We see it in our in in our line of work. We see how easily people are manipulated into doing things that normally they probably wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have a cricket so, in your basement? Outside the window. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, good, uh, good speaker on your phone. That's really good, actually. Um, but they would, you know, they would, they would be able to do it. And that's the thing. That's probably the, that's the water. Um, okay. But they would be, they would be able to do it. Yeah. And, you know, so that's, I, why, that's why it's a not sure for me. I'm definitely not in the no camp. Like, mm-hmm. I would certainly not discount that there is a group of people. You know, I look at things like just how easily people are manipulated by, you know, just the mass media. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the look at the crazy spin that you know without you know the spin that CNN puts on stuff, the spin that Fox News puts on stuff, mm-hmm. the spin that you know. All levels of our government put on stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have um, no neutral media. No, there's nothing that's neutral. So there's, nope. there's, everyone is spinning something. And so if you were to tell me, hey, you know, Rupert Murdoch, while he was alive and in control of Fox, was part of this group and trying to spin people, I wouldn't be surprised by it in the least. So it, it comes down to, you know, do I think that there is a legitimate group out there legitimately trying to push their own agenda ahead of anything else? Uh, maybe no. But maybe yes. But maybe yes. Um, I I just, I don't know. But I I definitely would not just completely discount it. Not at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't write it off as crackpot conspiracy theory. Um I don't know that I'm buying it a hundred percent, but uh I'm certainly not just writing it off. Where are you going? I have to get a charger. Um oh. I wouldn't um but I wouldn't discount it either. It it just makes i mean it you can't you can't say that somebody somewhere hasn't thought hey you know what i could do is i could manipulate millions of americans by by feeding them some sort of information or creating some sort of global like you know controlled global thing mm-hmm. well but then the question is is there a group of people who is Actively trying to make that happen, yeah. You know, sure. that, that, that's essentially what the Illuminati would be: is 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 that guy, but in a group, legitimately trying to, um, legitimately trying to to make that happen and advance their own agenda. And you know, that's where it goes from. Hey, here's one guy who runs a crazy news website who is deciding that he wants to do his own thing and it changing from something like that to being this more kind of overarching thing. And that's, I think where we're talking about is super villainy. Well, 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't know about I, that. I it, mean, it, if you think about it, essentially it's this one person figured out that they could do this thing, and other people were like, could we do it on a larger scale? Well, and they so, created a legion of doom. <laughs> I don't know that they necessarily, though. I'm sorry, I'm talking over you. No, no, it's fine. I just said that's that's why you see so many American legions around. They don't <laughs> put the doom; they just put American legion of doom. Yeah, but it, you're gonna have a bunch of angry veterans in your front yard tomorrow. <laughs> the the of doom is implied. Yeah. Uh, see, and it's like okay. Could one dude with a website decide that he could manipulate people? Yes. 100%. I'm totally on board with that. Is there a group of people, though, who think that they know better than everyone else and say, no, 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 these people are too stupid to do things on their own. We are going to make the world work the way we want? Yeah, I don't know. It's not a far-fetched idea. It really isn't. It's just... Would they do, you know, are they doing it? That's, is I mean, it that, happening? Yeah, and that's the thing where I'm like, I can't say that it's not, and I can't say that it is. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, Nick, you and I are both not sure on the Illuminati. Sure, but we're not but neither. Discounting. Neither one of us would be surprised. Yeah. I would now like to talk about a tiny little airfield mm-hmm. in southern Nevada. Mm-hmm. That was, no. well, that was long, long said not to be there. Right. But everyone knows it's there. Now. It's called Area 51. Yes. Um, Nick, in pop culture, I mean, Area 51 is long thought to house extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Um, the spaceship that crashed at Roswell. Mm-hmm. Okay, for anybody who lives under a rock, do you want to fill them in? Uh, There's an event, I don't know the date. um, 50s. It was in the 50s, yeah. It was the first, essentially it was the first UFO incident, um, which I've always held, and and I firmly believe in UFOs, um, but I have firmly held the belief that that incident being called a UFO um, was purely because they didn't know what the object was. Mm-hmm. So they just would call it an unidentified flying object anyway. Well, because by definition, it's, if, it's, it's if they don't know what it is, it's unidentified. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, there was a crash in the 50s. People, didn't, was that the one, I, I always get these confused, is that the one where the guy came upon the wreckage and had the, He'd gotten the the metal from it and stuff like that, and taken it home to show his family. Um, it might have been, yeah. I believe it was, and then he was basically sequestered by the government and told, you know, never to speak of this incident again because the metal was such where he like would crinkle it up and it would straighten itself out and it'd have no, you know, it'd be strong as strong as tin. Uh, which, if you've ever tried to cut tin with tin snips, is a real pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it could it would crumple like tin foil. And um, one of the major supporting things of of that incident and Area 51 in general is the shocking advance in technology that we had shortly after 
that happened. The the long theory being that so the the spaceship that crashed crashed at Roswell, which in all honesty could could be its own one of these things, um, that we took that to alien technology and reverse engineered it so that we went from you know crappy little telephones and party lines in the fifties and stuff to handheld computers and things. I mean, we have more, there's more computing power in your phone that you're listening to us through than they had on the Apollo space shuttles that took men to the moon. Yep. And greater. And so think about that. That was 1969. Yeah. Right. Maybe somebody, um, and you have more computing power in your phone than they had in the shuttle in the capsule that took people to the moon, mm-hmm. and that was fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the the giant explosion of technology is largely blamed, or is, I guess the conspiracy theory is that we took that alien technology and reverse engineered the hell out of it. And that ties into actually because we got a little bit off, I got a little bit off track, but that ties into Area 51 because mm-hmm. that is supposedly where that wreckage was held, where the bodies were held of the aliens that had crashed. Because there's there's reports that at the crash site there were two alien bodies that were outside of the spaceship and they were transported. Um, there's reports that one of them was alive, mm-hmm. um, but this is where that technology was held apparently. Um, What's his name? I have his name here. Um, J-Rod. Who's J-Rod? One of the aliens. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, there are a couple of reports from people. There was a documentary in 1996 called Dreamland. included an interview with a uh, a mechanical engineer who was in, in his 70s. He claimed he was a former employee of Area 51 in the 50s. He said that he worked on a flying disc simulator... That was based on a disc that crashed. Uh, and he also says he worked with an extraterrestrial named J-Rod, who was a telepathic translator. And then there was another guy whose name was Dan Burridge, and this is in 2014, said he worked on Area 51 to clone alien viruses alongside the alien named J-Rod. Interesting. Uh-huh. There's... um. You know, and there's nothing to back up these these claims. That's where they're conspiracy theories. But the government long denied that Area 51 was a thing. Ooh, can I jump in? Yeah, please. Okay, Go so ahead. that actually ties in exactly what with what I was going to tell you. So, yeah, part of turn. the Area 51 complex, there's a lake. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's called Groom Lake. Yep. So in here, um, there was an incident in 1974 with Skylab, where they took some mm-hmm. pictures. And it, so, um, January 2016, a space historian, his name was Dwayne Day, he published an article called "Astronauts in Area 51: The Skylab Incident." All right. So it was based on a memo written in 1974 to the CIA director by an unknown CIA official, and the memo apparently said that astronauts on board Skylab 4, which was an old space station mm-hmm. um, had as part of a larger like photography program inadvertently photographed a location that the memo said, quote, there were specific instructions not to do this. 
and then mm-hmm. the next section was redacted, was the only location which had such an instruction. So they told people in a memo, look, don't photograph X. And it's mm-hmm. the only place you can't photograph. So mm-hmm. Although the name and location was obscured, the context led Data believe that the subject was Groom Lake. Um which is Area 51. As Day noted, in other words, the CIA considered no other spot on Earth to be as sensitive as Groom Lake. The memo details debate uh, between federal agencies and blah, 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 blah. Remarks on the memo, handwritten by the Director of Central Intelligence, read, quote, Secretary of State Rusk did raise it, said State Department, People felt strongly, but he inclined to leave decision to me. I confessed some question over need to protect, since, one, USSR has from its own sats. Two, what does it really reveal? Three, if exposed, don't we just say classified USAF work is done there? So the theory is, hey, why would we need to protect pictures of Area 51, because Russia already had pictures of it. It really doesn't tell anybody anything. And even if people were like, well, what's going on there? We would just say that classified Air Force work is done there. Sure. Um, which is what which is what non-conspiracy theorists have said that the reason mm-hmm. that Area 51 was so confidential anyway was because, you know, they had the, the um, what was the airplane, what was that plane that they had? The stealth bomber? Was they had there. the stealth bomber there that that the SR seventy one Blackbird, yeah, which is which is also what they say these and I'll use air quotes these UFO sightings um, were was, experimental planes. Yeah, it was experimental planes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what was the I'm trying to think of the group that the reason that Area fifty one was put was exposed as an actual thing was um, wasn't it because of the group of people. That were on the committee. What was the committee? MJ Seven. Um. Let's see here. Although the base has never been declared top secret, uh, freedom information request, CIA public elite knowledge the existence of the base for the first time in two thousand five, declassifying yeah. documents detailing the history and purpose of Area Fifty One. Where, again, they just say classified work is done there. But they also, there's also a theory that, that when the Freedom of Information Act was out there, um, before that happened, they had moved the alien things that they were doing there to another base. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what base it is, but to another base, um, which is in the new Area 57, or new Area 51. 51. Yeah, um... And I don't remember what it was, what place it was, but um, because then when the Freedom of Information Act came out and people could, and they said, yes, we have Area 51, this is what it is, but they'd already moved all the stuff, so nobody cared. Right. So. Yeah. Um, and again, just to kind of reiterate, um, Area 51 storage examination, reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecraft, including material supposedly recovered at Roswell, study of their occupants, living and dead, see gray alien, and the manufacture of aircraft based on alien technology. So basically, look, we totally reverse engineered stuff, including, hey, the reason the stealth bomber works is because we made a plane out of it. 
Sure. Um, the Area 51 also did, would, they would have meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials, the development of exotic energy weapons for the Strategic Defense Initiative, development of means of weather control, development of time travel, Heart. teleportation technology. Go ahead. The Heart Project uh, would be the means of weather control, yeah. um, which I'd really like to talk about at some point. Unusual and exotic propulsion systems. Activities related to a supposed shadowy one-world government. Mm-hmm. See? Um, and again, they're very quick to um, to blame this just on just new technology. There's a good book there. Um, it is, I don't think, fact-checked or anything like that, so I wouldn't take it as the no, gospel. of course not. But it's called Area 51, and it's wrote by a lady. Um, and I believe the book has been widely um, discounted um, with just with some of the stuff that she said in it. Um, but it's called Area 51. It was a very it was a very good read because um, I actually read it, um, and it was it was very very interesting. It was a very interesting book. Real. Um, real- a very interesting biography of Area 51. Your new Area 51, are you talking about the Dugway Proving Ground in Salt Lake City, Utah? I believe so. Uh, following public attention drawn to Area 51 in the early 1990s, UFOlogists and concerned citizens have suggested that whatever covert operations may have been underway at that location uh, were subsequently transferred to DPG. The Deseret News reported that Dave Rosenfield, president of Utah UFO Hunters, stated numerous UFOs have been stored and reported in the area in and around Dugway. Uh, all the unknowns seen in the area. It might be that our star visitors are keeping an eye on Dugway too. Dugway is the new Area 51, probably the new military spaceport. Sure. There was a sheep incident. In 1968, more than 6,000 sheep were killed. Don't tell my wife. Mm. Chemical and biological welfare. In, in nerve agent. In 1998... A report commissioned by Air Force Press Officer Jesse Stay and first made public in 1998 was called the first documented admission from the Army that a nerve agent killed the sheep at Skull Valley. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so, um, Nick, with all of that being said, Area 51, I think that we can take the government's word for it, was most definitely an Air Force base. Sure. There's no debate on that. Yeah. So then the question is, are there aliens mm-hmm. in Area 51? Or were there? And let's let's get your opinion on that. Are there or were there ever aliens at Area 51? I believe there was. Um, I believe there was. I mean, mostly because of the technological advancements that we've had. Um be it alive or dead, they were, I would believe, alive simply because otherwise we wouldn't really know what we had and what we were you well, you know, what we were using. Um but yeah, I believe that. So playing devil's advocate, because if you were gonna make if you were gonna pin me down for an answer mm-hmm. um to whether aliens ever were at Area fifty one or spaceships or whatever, you know, I think I would have to agree with you and say yes, but 
playing devil's advocate for the sake of our hard-hitting podcast here, mm-hmm. um, if there truly were aliens at Area 51, how have we kept it such a secret? Well, the government and Illuminati. But, I mean, they can't even keep secrets from Chelsea Manning. Well, not these secrets. I think that these secrets are something that even higher-ups in the government don't know. So you mean like... A black group of people that that have a knowledge of what's happening. Like the Illuminati. Yeah. Essentially... It's essentially, I, I subscribe to the Independence Day theory. I was just going to say, is it like Independence Day? Where the president doesn't know that there's aliens, and the guy's like, well, it's because you didn't have clearance. You know, it was, uh, you know, he didn't have the clearance to see it, and he's like, I'm the president. And he said, eh, you know. <laughs> I, I, w- I would subscribe to the fact that that. And, I mean, there's been numerous reports throughout the years of the government strong-arming people into not saying anything or destroying evidence. Um, you know, take Men in Black. Sorry, I heard a weird noise. It's okay. Take the Men in Black, for instance. I mean, if the Men in Black are real. You go um, Men in Black. But you know what I mean? I mean, that would be... Oh, wait, not the movie? No, not the, the one... Galaxy the Defenders. Uh, no, no, uh. no. But yeah, I mean, take remember that. that. Take when, that if, in case you face to face and make contact, don't fear he, us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, oh, I'm sorry. If the government, <laughs> if the government wanted to, if the government wanted to, if I came out and said, "Hey, there's an alien at Area 51, and I've seen him, and I'll show you pictures of him," the government can make me look like a crackpot. Oh yeah, for sure. He, and discredit me. Look, without, Nick, give me 15 minutes, I can make you look like a crackpot. Exactly. The government <laughs> can do that. So, wouldn't it make sense that if it got out, they just say, oh, that guy's just nuts? So, yes. I mean, that's an easy cover up. Not saying they do that. And I think it's mostly I want to believe in something more. You know, it's hard for me to believe that in the great. Infinite in the the infinite world that it, that has been created. One planet has the ability to sustain life and has sustained life, right? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I just listened to uh, an episode of This American Life the other day where they talked about that exact question about um, how there are people out there who are depressed with the thought that we're it. Yeah, this is it. And it's like and if and if we're not it, then why haven't we run into anybody yet? And they listed up a couple of theories, but the one that they didn't come up with is in my opinion the one I think that's probably so if you think about it, Nick fiction is the way Science fiction is the... Okay. What better way to get people used to an idea than to make it part of science fiction? Exactly. Right? So, Mm -hmm. hey, 
we have science fiction, and so we're going to write about these whatevers. And gradually over time, that gets people used to an idea. So they talked about, oh, well, maybe the aliens are broadcasting, we're not listening, or maybe they're here and we don't realize it because they don't look like we think they look, or maybe they're just watching us from on high. My theory about why we haven't been contacted by aliens yet mm-hmm. is look at the Star Trek theory of the Prime Directive. Mm-hmm. And the Star Trek theory of the Prime Directive was that aliens couldn't contact humans until humans developed the technology for mm-hmm. extraplanetary propulsion and travel because they couldn't interfere with the normal progression of the human race. Sure. And I think that, okay, so that's a science fiction idea. Maybe that's it. I mean, maybe the aliens that crash landed at Roswell and then were at Area 51, maybe they said, look, the reason that we haven't contacted you yet is because we can't. Mm-hmm. Because all of us alien races all have this agreement that we're not going to interfere with with you young people and you young civilizations who can't reach us yet. And once you take off and once you have like in the Star Trek movie, first contact, you know, once you develop warp technology or can, can travel at light speeds, Hey, then we can come visit you and welcome you to the interplanetary brotherhood. And, and yet yeah, sounds kind of ridiculous, but what a better way to get people ready for to hear that kind of news than to say, hey, uh, you guys remember the Star Trek movie First Contact? That's actually exactly how it is. Sure. Um, and and so... I mean, it makes sense. That's, I mean, that's what I... That's, that's my theory. And it's, 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 look, if we haven't met them, it's because of that. It's because we can't get to them, so they've got a pact worked out where they're not going to come see us. We're kind of off limits. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, anyway. All right. Well, Nick, I hate to say it, but that's that's like an hour. Awesome. This has been the most riveting podcast that we've ever done. (laughs) I hope the people agree. I would hope so as well. So, Nick, um, let's end this here and uh, we will invite everyone to join us next week when we do uh, a very special episode of Nick and Bill at the movies with a 35 year old movie Uh, 30 year old movie clue yeah it'll be great trooper Trooper, wake up if you haven't watched clue please or or in preparation for the podcast watch clue watch it again yeah yeah yeah, it's Blu-ray. not streaming, but the Blu-ray uh, came out today. I ordered it on Amazon, and actually, it is streaming. Where? Uh, Hulu. Oh, is it on Hulu? It is on yeah, I don't Hulu. Have, I don't have Hulu. Uh, the only reason I do is my sister lets me use hers. Oh, it's uh, nice of her. <laughs> it's not. It used to be on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. Yeah. It's not on Amazon Prime. It's not on HBO Go, and that's the extent of my streaming. It is on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can watch it. Otherwise. Spend the eight bucks and pick yourself up a copy. We'll talk about it next week. All right. All right, Nick. Tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the the sweet words that you spoke in private? Uh, Oh, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talks podcast.
The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more interpretations on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. <laughs>